August 27th, 2023. You're listening to Oblast with Don and Kevin, and I am Kevin. And I the one they call Don. It's true. Dun, dun, dun. Welcome back, everybody, to the show. Hey. It's the show. Uh, again. It's the show. It's the last show we're probably going to do in August. I mean, more than likely, it's un- it's very unlikely Danny and I are going to talk in the next, like, say, three or four days and be like, hey. Let's just do an extra throw show. One out let's just do it. Let's yeah. just throw out an extra show in the, in the middle of the week. Probably right. not going to happen. But but I can't say 100% that it won't happen. There could be you some never, weird circumstances. You don't know what could happen through the week. Yeah. I, it's some odd ray of light could come down, hit both of us. And then we'd end up, uh, you know, we got to do another show. Do another show run into each other at a bar or something. It's like, Hey, why don't we just do a show right now? <laughs> right. Like that'll happen. Oh, okay. Like Don and I run into each other at bars. Uh-huh. Very rarely. <laughs> Extremely rarely. <laughs> oh my goodness. Right, yeah. There is a chance. I lost you in my right ear again. It's okay. It'll just be in my left. Uh-huh. It's, 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 you're on your, be- your audio is fine on the show. I'm better in the right ear though. It's just my dumb thing. Which makes no sense yeah. ever. Just mess with it a little bit here. Hold on. That's, and see, and that's why, like, right here again. It's just oh, hello, here I am. Yeah. That, that's why, that's why I just never, I, I could never understand how getting into computer stuff like that. Cause even just like the simplest message would be like error. And I would just be like, I'm out because <laughs> I, you know, I'm just like, whatever. And then, and, and you would think everything would be cool, but it's just like, you don't touch anything. You don't change anything. You're just turning it on and off. You know, whatever it is, computers, tablets, whatever, like your this whole recording system or whatever, you know, it's like you just turn it on and off. You're not doing anything to it physically, but yet something goes wrong occasionally. And it's just like, how come it doesn't do that all the time? Well, you know, <laughs> or how come it's different right. every time? You know, you know it's, I think about that a lot because a lot of times I'll, you know, get pitched. I, I watch a lot of YouTube and I'll get pitched videos to watch, you know, and uh, I'll see guys that like there's a lot of enthusiasts out there that like to use old computers for reasons I can't get my head around, but I won't get into that, but they'll have like Commodore 64s or Amigas or Ataris and things like that. And, uh, you know, they'll, they'll be doing all these things. And all I remember, uh, and even with early windows machines, probably of true of any computer that max anybody, right. Uh, a lot of these computers in their early days just had bugs in them. And when they broke, they broke big time. Like computers today don't, like everybody remembers the blue screen of death, right? You'd be using like windows or something. And then all of a sudden your screen would just go blue. There'd be like an error and you'd be like, whatever you were doing, it's like, you're not yeah. doing that anymore. You know, it's like, yeah. it's just a game or a spreadsheet or any, you know, being on the internet, whatever it is, it's just like, and now your computer is going to reboot. And it's like, well, I guess I'm not doing that anymore. You know? And right. even on like a simple computer, like the Commodore 64, you know, you could be playing a game like on a disc and then like, the game would freeze and the disc would just keep spinning. You wouldn't know why, you know what I mean? Yeah. It just was yeah. like, I guess that game's over. I guess we guess I'm done. You know, it's just yeah. uh, like a constant annoyance of, of uh, games that just games and software on these old computers that constantly failed. And uh, you know, I, I just, I remember those times. I just, and I have no desire to go back to that at all. Like I, yeah. I don't at all. It's like, see, in the very early days of computing, uh, when 
anybody wrote anything, right? So a driver for a new piece of hardware that you would add to your computer or, um, uh, you know, you an attachment to the Commodore 64, like, you know, maybe a fast load cartridge or, or some other thing. Uh, all of that stuff takes up a little space in memory somewhere on the computer, right? A little, a little space in the computer's available memory. And back in those days, um, like the, 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 you had no real way to know, like, like if you ran another program, like you're like, I'm going to play, you know, Maniac Mansion, you know, and, and you would load Maniac Mansion. Maniac Mansion kind of expected you to have a very vanilla basic Commodore 64 or Windows PC or whatever it is, right? So it would, it would load itself into memory and it would, you know, do all of its, do all of its stuff and, and use the available memory that it had and everything. But it didn't know about the, like, say the fast load cartridge that you had taking up that couple of memory blocks, right? So at mm. some point when you're playing the game, it says, oh, I want to go over here and use this memory space over here. And it can't, or it overwrites it and then causes some kind of a problem. So then all of a sudden, boom, game broken, right? right? And so the more bullshit you had added to your Windows PC, you know, more peripherals or more background software things that you might have running, et cetera, uh, the better the chances you would get one of these blue screens of death kind of things. Um, or, you know, your games would lock up and freeze because, you know, these, these memory errors and what they eventually ended up doing is they created sort of like a sandbox in essence, where your game or your peripheral or whatever it was would ask the operating system being like, Hey, I need two megs of Ram or two gigs of Ram these days. You know what I mean? And the operating system would be like, okay, this two gigs of Ram is yours. You have to stay within this. I'm not going to let you use any other RAM. You got to use just this here. And that's your, that's your spot. And you can do whatever you want in there. But if you go outside of that, no. And it took a long time because especially like with, you know, the early windows, 95, 98, um, ME stuff like that. They were always, you know, real with the blue screens of death was because like they were still trying to support the old DOS games, et cetera, that were still doing that stuff, still like working outside the operating system. Like, Hey, I'm just going to put my shit over here and hopefully nothing happens. And that shit would just break and, you know, constantly. And then XP kind of like XP had a lot of problems, but XP did away with a lot of that DOS stuff, but they still had a lot of problems with hardware drivers because hardware drivers were still, kind of before the operating system. So they were still kind of like able to, you know, occupy weird memory locations or go outside of what the operating system expected. And anytime that happened, that's when you would get that blue screen of death and you would be like, well, I, you know, you'd have to try to sit there and figure out what caused it and all this sort of shit. And now we've kind of evolved into mostly if you get an error like that, you've got, you, you literally probably have something that's broken in your machine. So it's like not how it used to be, but I don't, like I said, I don't ever want to go back to that. I don't ever want to go back to any of that. It was horrible. Yeah. Nobody liked it. I don't care what anybody thinks. It was, it was, it was a terrible time. It's a terrible time. It's just weird that my, that, so it's just weird that your right ear went out. And yeah. No, well, working. yeah. And that's just this audio. <laughs> it's this audio board and you know, it kind of comes and goes. And I think like, 
I don't know. One of these days, I'll get a new one, but it doesn't matter. I did buy a new microphone the other day, but I'm not happy with it. It's another one of those microphones that, like, it's got a really good microphone circuit in it and everything, but you can hear, like, a flea's heartbeat in the other room with the damn thing. You know, it's it's too much background noise and stuff. And, stuff. and, and the microphone I actually use right now is actually a very good microphone. Uh, it's just um, the mixing board. But the mixing board's kind of set up kind of complicated. To actually, like, I went online and I looked into this again. Uh, in order to get, like, you would think that it would be easy to have you somewhere else, and I'm recording you and I talking together, right? And then recording yes. it to a piece of software. Now, you can, you can, you can do that, but it, it is like, um, it is usually you have to use the piece of software that you're using to record it. Like right now, Dan and I are on Google Meet. So, you know, I would have to use Google Meet to record, right? You and I having, our, but now, then I'm subjected to the quality uh, and the compression of whatever Google Meet has. And this is what a lot of podcasts do. And I'm not saying that their audio is bad or anything. It's probably better than ours in a lot of cases. Uh, with, you know, but they all use these different like streaming tools and everything in order to, in order to do it. But it, you're, you're caught within these kind of limitations and, you know, um, and so uh, to just record everything through audacity, like I do, I actually use a second computer. So you're, you know, Don is on a completely separate computer. He connects to a different computer and that mm-hmm. runs into this mixing board that runs into the primary computer. And then there's a, some magic that happens where I can send my audio to Don. He can hear me on his computer, but I'm not getting that back fed to me. So I can hear Don, but I don't hear myself. Right. So it's not doing a loop. And then at the same time, I can record both of our audio simultaneously on the main computer. And uh, this all works really well. Except that this mixing board is so old, I don't know, it's like got a lot of static or dust in it or the power supply is not great on it. So I need to really replace it. It's just that it's wired up so well to do this particular trick that I'm doing. Um, and I don't know, it may not all be necessary. Maybe I should just switch everything. But then you don't have a computer. Don actually records everything on his phone. That's well, right. So there's no computer. Don is in the dark ages right now. Uh, and uh, We're, you, Like you wouldn't rather have me there anyways. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know. Turn I mean, and if, butter. If, I mean, if, if we could have you and me and maybe some other people like on a big table with a microphone like they do in like radio shows, that'd be great. Like if we got paid just to be, do that, yeah. that'd, be, that'd be so awesome. Yeah, it'll never happen. But it would, we'd, we'd just be throwing stuff at each other. Yeah. Look at we, we could have a camera on us and we'd all be like, uh, like all these other shows. It would be so much better if we could do that, but we can't afford it. Um. Anyway, we can, yeah. let's talk about some subjects. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk let's about. Go. Some wrestlers that died. Oh my god! I mean, how 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 fortuitous! It just happened twice this past week. <laughs> right, right, uh, and and a very large difference in age. Uh, yes, between uh, both wrestlers, um, forty three years. I'm not sure what exactly happened, Don. Do you want to give me a little summary for me and the audience on uh, it, what you know about it, anyway? If you know anything. Well, about the Bray Wyatt one? Sure. I mean, either one. I don't even know. How, uh, um, because let's be, let's, let's be respectful. Terry, Terry Funk died yeah, Terry first. Funk. Yeah. 
but uh, Terry Funk was 79 years old. He would have, he was battling dementia and, uh, you know, he had been in, I, cause I listen to these wrestling podcasts and the one dude's always talking to him. He's like, I talked to Terry the other day and they all, they all do his voice. And, uh, Terry Funk is a classic, obviously he's old school wrestler cause he's 79. He was one of the guys like when Hulk Hogan was running the show back in the mid eighties, uh, Terry Funk was, he started like in the seventies, you know what I mean? So, right, right. and he, um, he was old in the eighties and like early nineties. Like he started, you know, like usually wrestlers once, once they start hitting around 40 in between 40 and 50, that's where they try to call it quits because their bodies just can't take it anymore. And Terry Funk in the mid nineties decided, hell kid, I don't care how old I am. I'm going to ECW. And he started going to like ECW, uh, going over to Japan, doing barbed wire death matches with like exploding rings. And, uh, he just got crazier as the older that he got and he just kept going. He got more popular than it was, than he was, you know, beforehand. Cause he used to play like the old cowboy spitting tobacco chew on people and branding people with his brand and iron and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, he just, he, he, he was an old man. <laughs> he was old and broken down. So he passed away this past week. So much respect to Terry Funk because he's the, uh, the grandfather of the hardcore wrestling scene. He's the, He's the main man there, but, uh, two days later or something like that, Bray Wyatt, uh, whose real name is Wyndham Rotundo, Rotunda, um, he passed away unexpectedly, uh, and, and nobody saw that coming. Rumors are that he caught COVID, uh, sometime in the past year and the effects of the COVID screwed up that, a uh, heart problem or con, con er, yeah. Yeah. I did read that. Actually. It made, it yeah. made some form of a heart, you know, it made it, 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 it screwed up his heart and, uh, something like that to the, you know, so, and, uh, he just, I don't you know, had a heart attack and just and died 36 years old. That's um, terrible. Yeah. Which is, it, it, it's, it's weird because the dude's had a real spotty past couple of years cause he's been in and out. He's been wrestling and then he was out. And then he was one of these guys who was like, mental health mental health my you know i oh, really? he was a great character oh, really? yeah he he was a great character on the show bray wyatt yeah like uh the leader of the wyatt family like when he first came in it was kind of like a robert de niro and cape fear kind of okay. character like a like a strange dude that just kind of sits there and says like you know the sun will sh- always shine when you're not looking or so you know like they yeah. always say like weird stuff and you're yeah, just yeah. like what the hell does that even mean but i don't know what that means but this dude's super cool uh, so it's like, he was like a really good character. Then he turned into this, the fiend where he put on a clown mask and wrestle in that. And it was just like, that's where I lost. I was like, nah, he's putting a mask on. Like, that's not, you know, he's just schizophrenic now. It's no big deal. Um, I like the, the greasy hillbilly character he did, he did, but, and then, like I said, the past couple of years, he's been in and out he's been, you know, injured. And then he's, and then he's, he's been one of the, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with people who need mental health breaks. I'm not my, mocking them or making fun of them, but he was one of those people who was like, you know, my mental stability is not right. I need some time to get myself straight and da da da, which people need, and that's fine. He did, but he did it a lot. Okay, <laughs> he, yeah. he did it. You know, he did it a lot until he got fired or he was released or he asked for his release, but then like he came back and it was like a big thing, and it was they, they had a big angle going with him, and then he poof, and he he. he went out disappeared and now he's dead 
So everybody's really, yeah, it sucks. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's the first time like an active wrestler has passed. And I mean, when Bob Barker dies at 99, you're just like, you know, is he still alive? Jesus. You know, that's what I thought. Right. That's why when I heard that, I was like, I thought he died already. I mean, God bless him, man. He lived almost to be a hundred years old. That's it. We all, we all should be so lucky to get to that age, you know, um, and be healthy and everything. Uh, but when a guy dies in his thirties, it's just like it's just crazy, man. I'm not even, I don't, you know, what I mean, they're younger than us. Yeah, it's yeah. Fucked up. He's got a kid. He had a kid. He's only been married for a couple of years or whatever. Uh, it's yeah. I'm actually surprised <laughs> to be to be honest with you. I'm actually surprised a lot of these wrestlers live as long as they do, right? Right. Because I mean, like they're beating the, the hell out of their bodies. Most most of them are partying pretty hard, based on the the history of. That we know. In the 80s they were, yeah. Yeah. Well, even, I'm sure it's going on now. We're just not hearing about it, you know? But, I mean, it was worse back then. With the, yes. I mean, I'm sure they were all snorting coke and shooting up and all this kind of shit. But, um. You'd be, you'd be surprised how many, you'd be surprised how many of the younger wrestlers now are all, like, into video games, <laughs> doing podcasts. Yeah. Doing video, uh, doing video, you know, casts and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. There's, like, I mean, it, it, the, the one dude uh, from the New Day. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> jerks. Get in the ring with us. We'll fight you. We'll we'll tag team you. Yeah. Me and Kevin Baird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's about two what's seconds. his name? Um, uh, fuck it. Woods. I can't remember his name from uh, the New Day. He has a successful video game podcast called Up Up Down Down. Oh yeah, and uh, that's like I mean that's a lot. That, that you hear these old school wrestlers talking on these podcasts, and they're like, man, I remember back in the day, everybody was partying, everybody was getting messed up. We we're all meeting up at the bar. He goes, nowadays after the show. Everybody just heads to their rooms and goes and plays video games. It's like, huh? Um, so it's definitely a switch in the attitude. Now it doesn't mean they're not doing drugs or drinking alcohol while they're playing video games, but right, right. they just might not be partying like they used to. I mean, back in the day, that's all they did. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah, no, not I know. I there, but still, I I'm sure there's still a lot of them that do kind of. I mean, you know, there's, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I still hear things from you know every. It so used often. to. Be, it used to be all of them. Maybe now it's not all of them. Right. Let's right. Put it that way. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's some of them. I mean, you know, some of them were just all into fitness. Those those people are now who I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Right. You, you still right. got those people that are just they're all into working are- out and, and eating vegetables and and uh, you know going running and uh, you, you know what I'm saying. And then, and then there's the those are your people. biggest pill poppers. Yeah, <laughs> you're trying. You're right. You know, they're compensating. They're 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 compensating for. Yeah. Their, they're bad behaviors, but it is amazing. And then you, you know, but I mean, it takes somebody like Hogan, right? He's still around. And, uh, that guy, you know, he did roids, you know, with all the rest of them and, uh, right. know, a giant dude and has had, um, a, a pretty active, uh, history of, of all kinds of things. And he's still like, you know, he's still walking. I mean, like, look, man, Arnold Schwarzenegger took roids. He had some heart work done, et cetera, right? Then he kind of becomes governor and everything. Another old dude. And it's like, you sit there and you kind of wonder to yourself, like, are steroids really bad? <laughs> you know? right. Like, like all those things you hear about, like, it doesn't seem to be impacting these people as much as people were telling us. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, you know, I know there's a couple guys we know, you know, that... One dude that right. killed you, his family and they put the Bibles next to all of them, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know. Then you get the guys like Romanowski who like roid out. Right, 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 right. <laughs> it, uh, just you know, some guys road rage or roid rage, and and uh, I get it. But I'm just saying, like, yeah. 
the guys that are kind of maintaining the, the like uh, and were on them for years, you would just think that they were going to have the way they talked about it. I'm not saying I. What do I know? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a chemist. I have no idea what these things are going to do to people. But the, the things they would tell you, you know what I mean? Like they're going to get cancer and you're going to die and all this kind of shit. And it's just like nope, still going. They're still good. You know, most of these guys are living right to like to uh, the average life expectancy or beyond. You know, it's crazy. You know, Iron Sheik passed away. I mean, how old was that guy? He was in his like seventies. Is, is the Russian guy still around? That guy that used to be on with him all the time. Nikolai Volkov. Yeah. I think he is, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's still around. Okay. Oh. Sorry, I'm messing with this thing again. I hate All it. Right. It's always fucking with me. It hates me. Yeah. Join the club. <sighs> I hate you. Sorry, folks. It just it just it drives me crazy. It's got to like mess with my audio all the time. Like, why has it got to do this? Mic is driving me crazy. Um, but anyway, so, uh, so sad, sad news about the wrestlers. Uh, yeah. Not. Uh, I mean, not yay. <laughs> not 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 great. But hey, we got to talk about yeah. Some wrestling, so some wrestling news. Uh, so um, we got all hyped up about it. We're talking more wrestling. Now. So you remember that Russian guy that was trying to drive on to Moscow and like overthrow like the, the head of the military the news user says he was trying to go in there to overthrow putin i'm sure you saw something about it in the news or whatever I saw nothing about <laughs> you do know there's a there's war the in the ukraine right so yeah they're okay. attacking but it's been going on for a long time because i got a i got a, a my my shower curtain is a map of the world yeah and, and every time i'm in there peeing i look and i go damn russia is so much larger than ukraine how is this war still going on <laughs> So, oh, it's crazy. Okay, so you don't know anything about this, so this is kind. Of, you might find this kind yeah. of interesting. So, so and this is this is all true, and this is all nuts. So, <laughs> so um, uh, this Prigozhin guy, he didn't do well under the Soviet times. He was in trouble Wait. all the time. His name Prigozhin. What guy? His name is Prigozhin. And uh, <laughs> I thought that was like a descriptive word. I was like, what is that even? Yeah, mean? Was, I'm not even okay. saying it right, but that's just whatever. Okay, and. And at some point, though, he meets, uh, he gets into, like, food fucking catering. And he meets Putin before Putin's anybody. And they become, mm-hmm. like, friends or something. And uh, Putin, you know, ends up hiring him for, like, literally for, like, catering stuff for the government. Right? Sweet and, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know, tea, coffee, whatever. Have some yeah. Danish, whatever the fuck. Compass. But eventually... Uh, you know, he keeps getting these government contracts from Putin and he puts together a, um, a military group f- to do Moscow's dirty work that, oh. that, as it's called. So rather than Putin, uh, taking like, you know, the regular army people that, that he has talking or, about or Navy, go the, on, the, go on. The, Wa- the Wagner group or whatever. Yes. So you're with me. Oh. Oh, I know who that. Yeah, I know who they okay, are. Okay, so great. So Prigozhin is the leader of the Wagner. Oh, okay, gotcha. Right. So he they they were down in Africa fighting. I don't know in Syria and or no, not Syria. It's not in Africa. I don't know what they're doing in Africa to be honest with you. But they're down in Africa f- fighting ISIS or something down there. And uh, and then you know the Ukraine war starts, and from what I understand, they take the the people from the prisons and stuff and the jails, and they put them in this, this Wagner group to, to, 
to buff it out. And uh, they go in and, and apparently they're, they're pretty good, right? They're, they're just kind of like fighting and, and making gains and everything and, and taking stuff over. But there's some conflict there because they're not getting apparently the ammunition that they asked for. And then at some point, Prigozhin says that uh, one of his camps was bombed by the Russian military. And so he decides that he's going to march on Moscow and remove the head of the military or confront him or something. Now, he wasn't going to necessarily overthrow Putin, but the media twists it that way. And in a way, he's defying Putin, right? He's basically saying, I'm taking your guy out, you know? So in some ways, he's definitely, you know, so he starts to, he starts to march on, on, uh, um, uh, towards Moscow with his tanks and, and everything coming up there. And there's a little bit of military skirmishing going on. There's some planes shot down and some helicopters and shit. Um, but for the most part, as they were moving up the, into the country, they were being greeted. You know, hey, you know, hooray for you guys, you know, because they're kind of viewed as heroes for the the work they did in the Ukraine and everything. Uh, but just before they were kind of getting closer to Moscow, uh, there a deal was struck, and they said, "All right, um, listen, you can, um, uh, you know, not <laughs> not come to Moscow, and uh, we'll, um, you know." let you go to like, uh, Belarus and live there. Uh, and, um, uh, this happened like a month or two. Ago. Yes. Right now. Hold on. Okay. Okay. All right. And, and so okay. they, so I he cuts you. a deal. I forget if there's money involved, but it probably was. And, uh, Ammunition. you know, but I mean, basically, so he orders all his guys to, to go back to their holding positions and stuff. And, and then eventually, apparently, they set up some camps in uh, uh, Belarus and, um, uh, you know, they, they for training the, the Belarusian army and all this kind of stuff. And um, is it even still called Belarus? I, I think it's called something else now. But anyway. <laughs> uh, it's called Belarus. Yeah, Belarus. And uh, <laughs> uh, the... Um, <laughs> the Okay. All right. So, you know, look, you're talking about, <laughs> you're talking about Putin, right? Putin's not talking to this guy and being like, Hey man, misunderstanding. I get it. You know, I'm a leader. You're a leader. You know, these things happen. Just why don't you go over here and you know, we'll work it out. No, 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 nothing. You're not going to go to jail. Nothing bad's going to happen. Your guys are good. Everything's fine. In fact, your guys, if they want to join our military, that's cool. You know, we'd like them to swear allegiance to us and not to you, right? So, you know, they could they could join up with us and everything. But, yeah, no, no. In fact, you know, we we got some work for you. We'd like to send you back down to Africa and all this sort of stuff. You know, so why don't you meet us in Moscow? You know, he, so he comes into Moscow <laughs> and he flies in. And they're like, yeah, you know, it's great. You know, okay, thanks for coming gets in his private jet with his nine other dudes that are, you know, with him and fucking plane crashes, kills everybody on board. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the leader of the Wagner. Yeah. Yeah. That guy, right. The guy that was marching Ooh. on Moscow 
how surprising how that surprising. His, uh, his plane crash with everybody on board dying. Oh. How, you know, how, like, <laughs> look, plane crashes happen. Don't get me wrong. Plane crashes happen. But right. mechanical failure is probably more often what happens, right? I mean, you're flying in a plane, an engine burns out, you know. Landing gear collapses, something's wrong with the flaps, you land the plane. And most of the time, that shit doesn't happen. So, you know, a plane crash in general is pretty rare. And then, even if a plane is going down, a lot of times, they're survivors, right? Because, it, you know, the pilots have some control, and they're able to, like, kind of, you know, steer it in and hope for the best, right? And people, you know, survive. But no, this is just like, this thing's just like a rocket going straight towards the ground. Like, it was a fucking yeah. bomb. It wasn't shot out of the sky, apparently. But it was a bomb of something on that plane. For sure, man. Just for sure. They they assassinated that guy. Now, was, no. it, was it Putin or somebody else in his administration? I don't know, but it was probably Putin. He can't have that guy walking around. I mean, he can't have that guy walking around with a fucking paramilitary no. group. He'll walk, you know what I mean? Like, he almost made it to Moscow and fucking threatened his whole government. He can't have that guy. He's got to get rid of that. We all know he's got to get rid of that guy. He's not friends with that guy. So This this uh, sounds like a movie. I know, right? It's going to be it's one, kinda, for sure. It, it, it sounds like a movie, but it also sounds like the setup for the sequel where this dude's plane crashed, but he survived in the woods. <laughs> with like three of his main dudes, you know what I mean? And they were like killing animals with bare hands and like starting fire with sticks and like surviving like a metal gear. Uh, like, a, like, like it's like kill bill, but it's like kill poop or whatever, you know, they're going to come, come, going to come back and get them through the winter or something. I yeah. Know. I mean, basically right. And, and, uh, so I don't even know what's going on with the Wagner group now. Is there a second in command? Probably not. I don't know how they're funded or anything at this point. It's probably just going to get dissolved. Go ahead. I want this guy to come back from the dead so bad. <laughs> I think that would be the greatest. Like they'd be like, "Oh my god!" Like out of nowhere, the leader of this group showed up out of nowhere. Everybody thought he was dead. But I they'd think, like, it, I think that oh. it, it it illustrates probably like I don't think anyone in Russia is fooled as to what's happened. Like you know, <laughs> right? No, they know. Nobody thinks that this was just an accident. And I and I think that they're more and more they're starting to realize that you know this guy is a dictator and uh, you know they got to get rid of him. I mean, one way or another, like it, you know he's clinging to power here to a point where um you know he's not. He's just not the best choice. And, and, you know, he's this guy's dangerous. And, and we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, I just want to talk about that for a minute. I mean, I don't know. It's you know, mean, the war in the Ukraine, but I think the war at home there, too, is the fact that that guy's Putin. He's just got to go. Now, a it while ago. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. Sorry. I was just going to say, I mean, they, they have control over all the media and everything over there. You yes. know, Russian airways and stuff. So it's like that's all they do is spread the propaganda. And it's like. You know that people aren't getting, they aren't getting the news that we get. It's too, it's, it's, granted, it's too corrupt over there, and and there's too many yeah. people on the take. Uh, so I think like financially, the country has to get worse, uh, so that Putin kind of runs out of money to pay for all the cronies and the and the people that he has protecting him, and uh, and then it becomes like more outside influence and outside money becomes more. Um, and what I mean by outside money is, is it, it's, it could be other Russians, but Russians that are rich, right. That can then yeah. 
create influence through their money where Putin no longer can because he doesn't have the same amount of money. Um, he still gets some money because he still sells oil uh, and everything, but the, you know, the country itself is, uh, their, their economy is, is just not great. It's, it's not as horrible as people might think it is. Um, because I've seen videos of people going shopping and things like this. And like your average person can get around like the Soviet union and, and, and was overthrown at a time when the, when the people went to the, to the shops to buy food, there was no food. And when you get to that point, right. That what else can you do? You got to march on your capital and be like, you guys are out. <laughs> you got to have food. Shit. You know, <laughs> and Russia is nowhere near that state at the moment. So, you know, it's, it's, and, and, uh, I mean, most of the young males are fighting in this war or have left the country. Uh, so yeah. you, you have a country full of women or old men, young boys. And, uh, it's, um, it'd be hard to overthrow some, uh, someone like this right now, unless you, again, you get somebody that's already in, in a position of power to, to challenge Putin, but there's not many people that can do that, you know? And it's the same thing with Hitler. I think a lot of people fantasize about the idea that, you know, if you were one of his people that were around and you had a gun in your, you know, in your, uh, yeah. your holster, you might just pull it and shoot the guy in the head and be done with him. Uh, but, it's probably not that easy when you're actually in that situation because, you know, there's a bunch of other people there that are like, um, also vying for power, you know? So if you were to shoot Hitler, they'd arrest and have you killed, make a, make a, um, a display of you. And then, you know, one of his other bad dudes would be in charge. Right. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you might end up with somebody worse. Um, you know, and, uh, and so, yeah, changing an entire government—it's it's a lot—it's a lot harder. Well, it's like Obi Wan said: "You cut me down, you're just going to make me twice as strong." And if somebody took out Hitler, he might—you know what I mean? That whole image and ideology would have gotten even bigger. Probably, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. like you said, then the second guy comes in. The second guy may be worse than him. Yeah, because you know, they can use him as a martyr, and then you know, and then they can yeah, um, yeah. Uh, t talk about the changes they're going to make, so people believe in them and all this sort of stuff. But then they just you know clamp down even harder because now there's rebels everywhere. You know, there's threats. Yeah. So you do all these sorts of things. Yeah. So it's just not. It's it's really not that easy. I mean, it really comes down to a lot of things. Honestly, should come down less to trying to solve things through war, and 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 I mean, it, you can't always do that, of course. But dialogue is often better than a lot of the alternatives because if you can change someone's mind about some, their beliefs or, or things or show them evidence, it's not easy to do. But if you can get them, you know, stepping in the right direction, um, you could save a lot of people's lives. Anyway, a while ago I was talking about my uh, friend's daughter that went on trial and um, because she was um, – in a car and she uh, had her boyfriend and a friend of theirs, a male friend in the back seat. From what I understand, I don't think they were all sitting in the front seat. It's not the seventies. And, uh, they had, um, smoked some weed, I guess, you know, at a party. It was late. driving, drove into a brick wall. Two boys died. She almost died. They life flighted her out. Lots of surgeries. She survives. 
So then they arrested her. Um, well, once she was walking around, once, <laughs> once she, she was, was physically able to be arrested, yeah, once she was able to walk around and do some stuff, like you know, she went yeah. to Cedar Point and stuff like that. They, they arrest her, charged her with murder, right? That's right. And uh, I was scratching my head over it at first because, like, I do understand some things about court shit because I've watched so much of it just like everybody has. And had she like smoked the weed and driven into a brick wall, that's kind of like maybe, maybe right. More of a reckless homicide or, uh, you know, an involuntary manslaughter charge, but they were going for murder, right? Murder one. That means premeditated murder. And I'm thinking, so are they saying that she planned to smoke the weed and kill? I mean, I, you know what I mean? And that was like how she was going to. So, I mean, I sat there and I was like, well, I mean, it's, I guess it's going to come out in the trial. Right. But I'm just sitting there thinking to myself, like, I don't understand how that can be. So anyway, have the trial. I didn't watch the trial. I just watched the judge talk and the results and stuff. Cause it's not like he was, was pissed. Was, wasn't he? Yeah. It was, it wasn't, it was a woman. It wasn't on like a a woman. T- TV, but, um, uh, so basically, I read it. Yeah. So basically <laughs> what had happened was that she had pre planned, uh, yeah. driving into the brick wall and yeah. she, for whatever reason, I don't, you know, depressed, wanted to commit suicide with him, wanted just to kill him. I don't think she tried, was thinking about herself. You know, the girl was 17 at the time. Uh, and, and, you know, kids get depressed. They, you know, I, we've all been there, right? I mean, we're not, I'm not saying we've all been there. We're like, we want to kill people, <laughs> kill anybody. <laughs> don't get me wrong. But I think we can all understand to some degree that teenager mentality of being maybe depressed. She just was way over the line. Okay. And so, you know, in order to like the way they proved that it was premeditated was that she went a different route that was out of the way that she would have had to have driven to go home. And, you know, she had, there was a camera, I guess. Right. And so there's like film of the accident and everything. And, you know, they could see that she had her foot on the floor of the accelerator for five seconds straight. And, um, you know, not lifted up, no break or anything. The wheel was jerked to the right, then jerked to the left and bam. So maybe the guy grabbed the wheel to try to turn it. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, what are you doing? And then she yanked it back and then kapow. Um, and, you know, there's some other stuff to it. Like the fact that like the, the, the kid in the back seat was calling somebody. I don't know if it was a relative or something, but he was like, they, they're not letting me out of the car. And they could hear them arguing in the front seat and stuff like that, um, and et cetera. And so like she got convicted of everything. And got two life sentences um, running uh, concurrently. I think that's what it's called, right? It's concurrently when they're running at the same time and consecutively is one after the other. It's one or the other. Um, But she's doing them both at the same time. So she's eligible for parole in 15 years. 
But the judge is like, I don't think she'll get out in 15 years. And I tend to agree because I think that the families will be there to tell the parole board no. However, I mean, I don't know this girl. I know the mom, right, from years ago. That's messed up. And But I don't know this girl. So I'm not saying this because I know her or anything like that. But I think that, like, she's not a threat to society, right? She's This girl is not going to come out of jail and be like, I'm gunning all you fuckers down. You know what I mean? This was something personal. And she has obviously some kind of mental break here. She has a d- depression, disorder, suicide, whatever. And prison's not going to help her fix that fucking problem, right? Now, it's not going to help those boys fix the problem. They're dead. I get it. But keeping her in jail, all of us paying for her to be in jail, isn't really solving anything. The the the, the reality is, yes, she needs to be punished. 15 years is a minimum for that. I'm, I get it for sure. But like keeping her in there longer and longer and longer, it, to me, it's just like they should have her out and put into like a psychiatric thing because this is obviously a psychiatric issue of some sort. And um, because she's not... I mean, anybody can look at this and realize that this isn't like some thrill kill kind of fucking thing. You know what I mean? Like it isn't some shooter guy at the Dollar General or whatever. I mean, this no. is a this is a girl that like premeditated killing her boyfriend and herself. And unfortunately, this kid in the back seat was just trapped in that situation too. And right. and, 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 and and it's like it's you know it's totally cold blooded. But it's also like <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like if she gets out of jail. And she's going to be like, well, I'll drive us to think you'd be like, no, it's all right. I'll drive. You're not driving anymore. It's over for yeah. you. And you're having a driver's license, like that kind of but thing. A, Go ahead. Go ahead. But that, but that's the thing is it's not, it's not necessarily, she, they're not saying, Hey, you're in prison because we're afraid you're going to hurt other people. Right. It's more it's it's more of this is your punishment for what you've done. Yeah, like, I mean I because I get that part there of it. Is, there are the people that said she posted on a social media site that she wanted to kill this kid. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah allegedly. Yeah, yeah. I haven't I didn't see the post. I don't know who you know, I don't know who she right, is or whatever, but yeah. allegedly there are posts people said that there were posts of her threatening to, to harm this kid. Right. And then but and and then there's another thing where People said, somebody said something along the lines of they saw her going, taking that route one day. Right. Like right. She, she, she was looking for a place where she could do something. Right. Now, now the other side of it, from what I heard is because I saw the video of him flying down the street yeah. because they show the video of him going, it's like left to right, boom, gone. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is they said that she hit a hundred miles an hour on this parkway and hit a curb. And that's when the car. Oh, okay. control. Okay. So, so, so it doesn't, now that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean it was an accident. That just means she hit the curb and was going towards a wall at a, you know what I mean? Most right, likely. Right. And it's like, maybe you could have stopped. Maybe you couldn't have, but she lost complete control. Everybody fucking dies. So it's like there, it's, 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 it's not like, yes, she should probably get psychiatric help, but you still got to pay, you know what I mean? You got to, I know prison's not a way of paying back anything. Those kids don't come back in 15 years. Those, you know what I mean? There's nothing you could do to replace the two kids that died because of her. Right. But that's, but that's the fact is those two people are dead. 
Yeah, no, no. Listen, I, I, I get all that. I get all so. that. But I mean, but uh, like, okay, totally get it. And this is a good conversation. I totally get all that. And, and it, but in general, right? Like prison after a while, like it it it's no longer like a punishment. I think. Right. Like it, it is and it isn't. Like your freedom is obviously a, like a gift, and you're like, yeah, I'm out. Okay, I get it. You know. But the thing is, is that after a while, after the initial shock of being in prison and doing, right. you get into a routine, it's a routine, sure. it's your life now and right. and you're living this life and, and it's like, you know, and it just becomes a regular thing. You know, you're reading books out of the library. They give you a TV, you get to watch television, you know, right. you, all right, what's on the lunch menu today? You know, you, and I get, you I get out. that. That's and, and so there's a point where I think that like. What we do with a lot of these prisoners when they're in there is like you do have to weigh that the the uh, why are we keeping them in there? Are we keeping them in there to punish them? Well, they're not really being punished anymore. I mean, they're, they're really just you know uh, living you an alternate plates. life. Yeah, and uh, but you know they're getting neat honey buns from little. I mean, you know, in some places, no, in get, some yeah. states, I don't even know if Ohio is one of those states, but in some states you can get conjugal conjugal visits or whatever. So you can still have sex with your loved ones, you know, every so often. Yeah. And, and so it's just like your loved ones, like your grandmother's, <laughs> just like your wife or her husband. Yeah. And, you know, so, I mean, at that point, it's kind of just like this alternate lifestyle for these people. And I, and we're all paying for it. You know what I mean? Like we're paying a lot of money to, to house these people and do all this sort of stuff. And, and I sit there and I think to myself, like, you know, at some point, some of these people need to be rehabilitated. And not just her, but other people, you know, and then there's certain people that you just can't, you just can't let out again. You know what I mean? Like they're going to fucking yeah. kill more people and you cannot let those people out. And, right. uh, and, and I just feel like this little girl, yeah, I mean, what she did was absolutely horrible and everything, <laughs> but I mean, I just feel like it's, it's the same, like in a way it's the same thing with a lot of these school shooters. Like, it's this mentality that she had where she was just going to end this dude and she didn't care about her own life. And, and, you know, but it's like weird because like they were boyfriend and girlfriend, like she, she loved this guy she, or she hated this guy. You know what I mean? Like, what's that about? Like, how does that if even I, work? Like, you if know, I can't have you, nobody can yeah, just break up with the fucking guy, man. You know, she's a pretty girl at the time and she could go and get another, I don't understand any of that. But the, the thing is, is it's like, I think after 15 years or even like, like, I think Canada does it right. I think Canada does it right. The way Canada does it is that if you get, if you murder somebody, right, the most they can give you for the one murder is 25 years, right? And then you're out. But if you murder two people like she did, then they can give you 50 years. So it's 25 per death, right? And you could still get parole or something in there. But I think like it, it depends on the whole thing. But I think like the maximum the judge can sentence you for in Canada is 25 years. There's no there's nothing beyond that. There's no life or anything like that. It's 25 yeah. years. So you could be like some cannibal guy that eats people and <laughs> it shouldn't be a completely nuts yeah. out of your mind. They're like 25 years and then you're out of there. But I, I think though that like the system okay, I think our system's broken. And you're I right. think that the the reason it's broken in in all aspects of it is the fact that we we put people in jail for long periods of time and we don't rehabilitate them. And then we just like say, Oh, your time's up. 
you can go, right? right? And right. then they go right back to the terrible situation they were in and go right back into doing what they're doing. I really think, you know, we should have a couple of different levels of this, but I think that, you know, we should have the punishment phase, which you're talking about, right? Which is prison. And then you get them into a secondary phase, which is either psychiatric care, depending on what it is they did. You know, you have to kind of judge this thing and be like, does this person need psychiatric care? Or does this person need to learn a trade and get a fucking job? Right. Right. Because there's a lot of that. And, and, you know, so you take that person and you're like, okay, you're going to learn how to like, I don't know, fucking fill pop cans or something, <laughs> you know, or work a, work a forklift or, or whatever the fuck it is that you can go get a job with and, and teach these people how to, some of these guys that can't read to write. And I've seen lots of movies where they have classes and things in, in some places and they can learn stuff like this. But I'm saying you got to make some of this shit mandatory. Like you're not getting out until you get, you know, your GED or whatever the fuck it is so that you right. can get your brain working right. And then you can go. And if it, if you can't get it right, then I guess you're going to be here forever because society, you're just going to fuck up again. If you can't get right. some of that shit, right, you're going to be in an, you're going to be in another bad situation and somebody else is going to get into hurt, you know? So we, we don't let those, we don't let those people out. But if you take somebody that made a mistake and did the punishment phase and then had an opportunity to learn some kind of a trade and some kind of a trade thing and then come out and say, we ought to give that person an opportunity to, to, to have a chance to, to, to make it work. That's all I'm saying. Because I think the United States, unlike a lot of other countries, you know, we're one of the few countries that still has the death penalty. Most other countries, modern countries have gotten rid of it because I think like in a lot of cases, the United States is very, uh, it's, we're a very angry country in a lot of ways, you know, and we sit there and we say like, you know, um, well, you didn't do it right. So tough. And now you're jail forever and forget about you and everything. And I, and I, in some ways I totally get it, you know, but on the other hand, I think like as a society, if we're ever going to like, you know, evolve this society and, and maybe like turn the page on a lot of this stuff, we have to kind of, you know, come up with a better system all around. And, and I don't, and I think that like, if a guy comes out with a trade, possibly a job and all this sort of stuff, and he can go, um, uh, to work, then maybe he won't go right back into the same bad influences that he was. Because if you take a guy right out of jail and you put him back home, he needs money, right? He's going to sling yeah. drugs. He's going to do whatever he did before to steal or rob or burglarize things because it's, it's, it's really, really hard for a felon yeah. to get a job. You know, they, these yeah. applications don't want, people don't want to hire you out of fucking, are you kidding? Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hire some guy right out of a felon murdering people. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you'd be like, oh, no, yeah. So these guys yeah. can't, these guys can't get work. And then at the same time, you know, they got to live, they got to eat, you know, and some of them got like debts and they got kids from, you know, being baby daddies to shit and child yeah. support and all this shit. And it's like, how's this guy going to get reintroduced to society? And if you're in the United States and you talk to most people, they'd just be like, well, fuck them. You know I mean? That's, that's like an attitude that this country has towards people like that. And I, and it's like, okay, fine, but he's just going to go get a gun somewhere He's going to carjack people. He's going to burglarize shit. He's going to sell drugs on a gun. And people are just like, well, fucking, you know, who cares? You know, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, to me, I'm thinking like, you got to like, as a society, we've got to come up with a better system than that. Totally. And, and the government and everything. 
Right, right, right. And that's the thing is like this, the prisons across the country, that's why we still have so many of them and they're completely packed. Right. Because it's, it's a moneymaker for the government. Like, or something, somebody's making money off of this stuff. Well, the institutions are certainly making money off of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure the politicians are getting kickbacks that we don't hear about, about, and, 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 you know, from these prisons and, you know, a lot of places don't want to have the prisons, but the, you know the, they end up putting them. In, they got to put them someplace. I mean, they're building a new one here outside, of, you know, in Cleveland. They're talking about it all the time. People don't want it. They don't know where they want to put it. Call mm-hmm. this kind of thing a jail, or I don't know what it is. You know, it's. I think they're talking about putting it in Tremont, which is a weird place for it. But okay. Um, yeah. and, but you know, uh, you're right. And they keep making they keep making more of them. And we have one of the most incarcerated countries on the planet, right? And, right. uh, and, and it, somebody found a way to monetize. It. Right. And, and it's just, a, but it's just a wheel. It's just a circle, you know, people go in and out and I know, I'm sure you do. I mean, I know felons. I know people that have been through the system and, uh, it's, uh, it's very difficult for them. You know, the ones that transition and are able to work and, and, and make it, uh, uh going forward, um, uh, they're rare because it's, you know, it's really, really difficult. I mean, imagine, Battling a drug addiction, which is really hard, as we know, we've seen these things about pain pills and all this sort of stuff. People addicted to all these things. You know, you go to jail and everything, and then you you gotta like you gotta like not do drugs again, but go back to where you were living before. But now you're a felon. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have all the debts. All your family's mad at you because you fucking sold everything at the pawn store. You know what I mean? Right. You're you're all fucked up. Nobody wants to hire you. And you've made that you've made right, and you've made that person's situation. Well, okay, you could say he made it for himself, but because we've like made him have to be like a felon on his applications and all this sort of stuff, that you've made it like almost impossible now for that guy to get a job. And it's like, right. well, you know, we we need, you know, as a country to be like, look, uh, you know, we've got to come up with a with a with a system that, you know, can figure out a way to employ these people if they want to work. The, the guy that doesn't want to work or doesn't want to change, we leave him in jail. I'm totally for that. You know what I mean? Right. Like if you're just going to be a menace to society, whatever, uh, fuck you, Sit, you know, sitting there and bust rock. Right. Exactly. But if you really want to change, I just, cause I know people that do, you know what I mean? I know people that have, yeah, you know, there has to be, yeah. And, and the people that have, you know, made mistakes and they want to fix it and they want to go, but they're not the most, they're not the brightest. I mean, that's why they got into these situations in the first place. <laughs> right? Right. Right. So it's kind of like, you know, they don't know everything that they need to do and we're not giving them the guidance that they need to do it. Tools. Yeah. Anyway. No, I totally, I totally, what, what, what you're saying there is totally, I totally agree with that. It was like the prison system. It needs to be something where it's not like a vacation land for these folks. Yeah. Because yeah. they committed crimes. Right. Why, why, why did they have it better than me? Like okay, yeah, sure. I, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying I want to go into a prison. No, be no. Better for me, but I mean, considering uh, what they have to do and what they're doing, they don't have to pay bills. Right. They don't have to get up and go to work in the morning. Nope. They don't have to worry about what's you know what what's this and what's that. They just wake up. They put their clothes on. They walk around. They watch TV. They eat muffins. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's like they right. they they beat each other up yep. and stuff. Whatever. There's fights and stuff. But dude, whatever. some of the things these guys have access to, like if you have money, if somebody's putting money into your like your account i mean yeah. they sell you like yeah radios tvs these they get like right. um uh, video games they get um uh, you know they can't go on the internet with them but uh they get little computers they get little pdas 
Um, they have access to everything. And, and I think in, in some cases they do have access to the internet. And a lot of times, um, they work for certain companies, right? And they make, a, a, some, they have to get paid. So, because otherwise it's slavery, which was outlawed by Abe Lincoln. Um, so they have to actually make money. They don't make a lot of money, but they make money. So they get these jobs in order to help pay for their comments. So, so it's just like a regular, they get up, they go to work, you know what I mean? They come on, they got a catalog, they buy stuff, they watch TV, they watch movies, they got video games, you know, they got magazines. I mean, whatever, man. It's uh, walking yeah. around in slippers. <laughs> right now. Okay. Now your neighbors aren't always going to be all right. You know what I mean? You got a lot of crazy motherfuckers in there with you. Right. That ain't, right, right, ain't right. going to be a good thing. But I mean, I think I think most of the people that are probably in jail, not all, but most of them were probably doing something when they were fucking high or or intoxicated, et cetera. And so that right. now that they're in there and they're not high and intoxicated, they're probably just pretty normal people, you know? Right. And so then you're just kind of like around mostly normal people and then a few people with screws loose, right? And gang and gang members and shit like that. But I think need protection, right? But I think for the most part, you know, it. I'm not saying it's great, but it's like what you're saying is, is like it's not exactly uh, uh, the hell on earth. Like they're always trying to show you in these fucking TV shows and shit, like right. these documentaries and stuff. This guy's bitten four guards on, you know, their ears off and shit, and you guys all yeah. like we're coming in that room, you know, like yeah, that guy, yeah, that guy's, you know what I mean? But go to like one of these regular yeah. jails and shit. I've watched sixty days in. These people are just fucking hanging out, man. They're just waiting. They're, they're all just waiting on their time. They're just sleeping. Yeah, doing their thing. Reading books, you know. Yeah. Oh, you got some extra tater tots for me? Oh, great, great. You're playing cards. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah. you know, like, I, they're not even concerned. It's just like, whatever. And it's like, damn, man. Like, I mean, you can't be tortured every day and be in jail. But I'm just saying, like, at some no. point, it's just not a punishment anymore. You know, the punishment they could, they is that could the, be, they're away from people, but it's, you know, it could be something like else. You said, like you said, you, they can institute a plan where it's like, okay, you need to be this much educated. <laughs> I right. know it's a terrible right. sentence, and I just right. made myself sound like an idiot, yeah. but you need to have this much education yes. to get out of here. Right. There should be like, it should be like, you should you should have a little side quest that you have to do <laughs> yeah, to yeah, get out quest. of there. And yeah. it's like, okay, if you get yourself educated, then boom, there's one thing checked off the list. Right. If you go ahead and you do, I don't know, what is it you like to do? Or you like to paint? Okay, then paint this and like paint, like go paint yeah, inner yeah. city or, or like go fix stuff. Go, you know what I mean? Right. Oh, you're handy with tools. All right. You and the security guard, you know, you and the cops, they're going to come and guard you and you're going to go do this work for free. Right. But at the same time, like they anyways. need to have, they need oh, that's to have slavery. The, Sorry. No, no, but they need to have the other half of it. They need to have the, when he gets out, somebody has to get him a job. Now, some places do things like this, Right. But it's yeah. like uh, it, it the, the system's not really working right. So I mean, there's there's more to it. Yeah. Like sometimes you can get time cut off your sentence if you finish programs and do things, you know, right. that sort of thing. And and there are some work programs, you know, that you get probation with work, right? And they find you a job. Yeah. But those places aren't necessarily on the up and up. You know, those places are yeah. exploiting you. You're treated like shit. That kind of thing. So uh, there needs to be a better like overview of that kind of thing, et cetera, to make it work. And I, and I just think that we're like we're, politicians don't want to spend the money on these things um, because of budget reasons and stuff. They certainly don't want to go to the taxpayers and be like, we need to spend more money on these prisoners, et cetera, because people, again, in the United States especially, are just like, fuck them. You know, they did their thing, et cetera. 
you know, get them out of here. But if we don't do that, we're just going to keep with this this fucking problem, mm-hmm. and we're just going to keep building more prisons and paying for it anyway. Like if we don't rehab these people, we're just going to keep paying to to board them, and I think that's just ridiculous. But all those people that are all those people that are asking for more money for the prisons are the ones who are making money off the prisons, and they're taking the money and going, "Oh, wait a minute." Since I took my cut, there's nothing I, you know, we don't have enough for everybody else. And it's like, it's just, it's the whole, like, it's the whole system. Yeah, they had some problems in in the county jail down here because I guess like they, the, they, you know, they're skimping out on what they pay for food, you know? So like uh, some people were, the prisoners had a riot or I don't know if it was a riot, but there was some kind, some kind of activity that happened where they were protesting the fact that like, you know, all they got was like a piece of bread. (laughs) Right, right. And a slab of bread and water. Yeah. I mean, basically just something terrible. (laughs) And it's just like, you know, I'm not saying these guys need lobster tail. Okay. But I mean, just, Uh you know, we all kind of expect them to have like, basically like the school lunch, right? Like if we can do the the school lunch, that's probably, that's probably similar to what the prisoners should be getting. School breakfast, school (laughs) lunch, school dinner. uh, That should be the, whatever it is, you know, but they're getting less than that. And I can understand um, prison food's probably not the best to begin with. And then on top of it, you're getting like next to nothing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's cocktail. Right. Yeah. A little pint of milk. <laughs> it's it's got to be, it's got to be freaking awful. Um, <sighs> but anyway, we're, we're getting along uh, here. But uh, on our prison talk, I just wanted to mention um, Labor Day coming up. And then uh, shortly after, we're going into, uh, um, the end of daylight savings. We're going to start winter. Yeah, we're going into the the fall weather around here. So summertime is almost over. Uh, I didn't get too much done this summer, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm going to have my teeth extracted, um, my wisdom teeth on the 18th. Um, so I will probably be doing the show the the uh, Sunday before uh, with Donnie, and then. Um, We'll see a week later if I'm talking at that point. I think I probably will be, but we'll see. Just so everybody knows, as Kevin's getting his wisdom teeth taken out, taken out, I'm going to be going to the dentist and having my wisdom teeth put back into my skull. <laughs> no, I'm not. I don't have them anymore. They got rid of them. I think maybe you're going to become some sort of like superhero or something. It's like uh, you never know, right? Radioactive uh, teeth, right? Yeah, <laughs> go out and solve crime. Uh, like blue beetle or something. Um, but anyway, all right, everybody, we'll be back next week. Maybe I'll talk about Ahsoka or something, or we'll watch the blue beetle or the flash or something <laughs> at that point, whatever happens to be on cable. Cause I'm not going to go to the movie theater and see any of that stuff. Um, that one's on you, but, uh, I'm not watching that. Um, <laughs> will you watch, will you watch Ahsoka or no? Probably not. No, you don't even. You never watched the cartoons. You don't even really know who's. But you saw her. Right. You saw her in the live action. But in the Mandalorian or Boba Fett or whatever it was in. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's, you know, there's really not. There's a little backstory and stuff like that from the Clone War cartoon. But for the most part, she was, um, she was just like a, a Jedi in training. You know what I mean? And then she eventually becomes like a Jedi. But then she leaves the Jedi Knights or the Jedi Order or whatever the hell it's called. Um, because they didn't believe her about something. You know what I mean? They didn't take her side. She wanted them to believe what she was telling them. And they were like, no, no, you know, you're the one that's wrong and stuff. And she's like, well, then, you know, I'm going to go do my own thing. And she held a grudge about it, but she, she was, um, 
good friends with uh, Darth Vader at the time, Anakin. Because, oh. you know, at that point, he was still, you know, th- believing that he was on the, the right side of everything. So she kind of became oh. like a rogue Jedi Knight, you know, fighting yeah. for good or whatever. And she always fights with two lightsabers. Um, but, you know. It was be- Rosario Dawson, so. Yeah. But beyond that, I mean, there wasn't like a, a whole lot of. I mean, some people could argue and things, but I mean, you know, she was a Jedi in training through most of the cartoons. So it's not like, you know, a whole bunch of people from her past might show up and be like, ah, remember me when we battled her? Or even if there is, right. it's like, it's a cartoon. Like how, how deep did it get? <laughs> it, it didn't get all that, you know, interesting. So, I mean, I don't know. I've heard mixed things about it. Some people think it's, it's good. Some people think it's, it's not, it's kind of boring. Um, I'll just watch it because I've watched all the other ones at this point. I mean, I just feel like it's a, a totally different Star Wars now. So I just, I just keep watching it, et cetera. <laughs> all right. Anyway, thanks That's everybody for listening. We'll be back next week with more. Bye bye. You've been listening to Oblast with Don and Kevin. If you'd like to write into the show, send an email to oblast at VGN. Dot us That is VGN as in video game news. And be sure to check out our Patreon page, which is at patreon.com forward slash VGN, where you can get all of our shows, our videos, and some musings. Uh, be sure to tune in each week for new episodes on our Patreon page or every other week on the public RSS feed that you're subscribed to now. Thanks for listening and good night. Peace.